It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire back with you guys here. It is Wednesday, March 13th, which means today the league year officially begins. And all the deals that we've heard agreed to over the last couple of days can become official and they could finally put pen to paper. We can finally stop speculating whether these deals will actually get done. We'll see that they actually do get done. And speaking of deals, we actually have one to talk about for the Panthers. Uh, before we get into that real quick, uh, I do want to mention, obviously, we we talked yesterday about... You know, the Panthers being kind of quiet in free agency so far, not really signing anybody. I should amend that a little bit. Technically, they have, they had already done some free agency signing uh, before this period began. That, of course, was the re-signing of Eric Reed. So, you know, I, I just want to, you know, not that I, not that you guys didn't really know that. I just wanted to kind of, you know, make clear that it's not like the Panthers have done absolutely nothing so far this uh, this off season thus far. Uh, you know, the Eric Reed. It, you know, I guess I was just thinking more bringing in players from other teams they hadn't really done yet. Uh, but you know, the Eric Reed signing still counts as obviously a free agency move. Uh, but when it comes now to teams or when it comes to the Panthers signing players from other teams, they went ahead and they did that yesterday. We didn't, that was something we didn't get to talk about yesterday, uh, but we do get to talk about it today. The Panthers actually made a pretty good splash uh, in, in free agency, I'm, I must say. And actually it was a bit of a surprise because no one really expected the Panthers to be in on this. But they swooped in and they agreed to a deal with Matt Paradis, the former center of the Denver Broncos. And uh, I, I, this, this is a really good move for the Panthers. Uh, Paradis, you know, injuries had kind of plagued them a little bit. But Paradis is one of the better centers uh, in the NFL. I know the Jets were reportedly in on him. I think maybe somebody else they said was in on him, but I, I know the I know the Jets were definitely in on him. Uh, it was definitely a surprise to see to see the reports come out that Paradis or that the Panthers swooped in and had signed Paradis. But uh, again, it's it's a really good move. It's a uh, it's a three year. $27 million deal uh, with Paradis. In fact, there's already uh, contract terms up on SpotRack. So we'll go through those numbers right now. Uh, actually, when you look at the numbers on SpotRack, it kind of looks like it's a five-year deal. 
Uh, but the last two years are effectively dummy years that automatically void, and the Panthers will just eat a $3.6 million uh, dead cap hit. Uh, so the way it actually breaks down, uh, it's actually a... It's actually a twenty a shade over twenty nine million dollars, according to Spotrac, including a nine million dollar signing bonus. So those two dummy years will actually allow the Panthers to really spread out his signing bonus because instead of a three million dollar charge each year, it's now just a one point eight million dollar charge, and again they'll just eat that 3.6 million from the last two years after 2021 but in 2019 he'll get a base salary of a million dollars plus a signing bonus of 1.8 million uh, I believe he's also getting per game bonuses uh, he'll actually get uh, looks like $25,000 per game $25,000 per game active roster bonus and a $37,500 46-man active bonus, which of course you know, are the game day game day actives. Uh, so he's actually only going to count about four, a shade over four million dollars against the cap in 2019. They actually spread this out pretty nice. And that they can actually get out of the get out of the contract or have a potential out after two years, in which you know they would have 5.4 million in dead cap, but it would save almost 5 million in cap space because he's actually set to count about 10.3 million against the cap in 2021 with a base salary of about 7 million. But then 2020 next year, five and a half million dollar base salary. And that salary becomes, or rather, two million of that five and a half million becomes fully guaranteed on the third league day of 2020. Initially, his the money he's getting guaranteed up front is his signing bonus of nine million dollars and his 2019 salary of one million dollars. And then again, five and a half million 2020, two million of that becomes guaranteed on the third league day of 2020 plus a signing bonus plus a roster bonus of a million dollars plus a workout bonus of five hundred thousand dollars so his cap hit for 2020 would be 8.8 .8 million dollars and they would only save about 1.6 million if they cut them because it would actually leave 7.4 million in dead cap space but again 2021 they could save about five million if they were to cut him, and then 2022 and 23 are dummy years that automatically void, leaving 3.6 million in dead cap space. But this is a... We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed.
But that that's down the line. Right now, this is a, a really good move because look, we we needed or the Panthers really needed somebody to come in and at least compete for that center position. Really, I don't think there's going to be much competition, uh, especially with with this kind of money. The Panthers obviously really liked Paradis, and again, we've seen he's a uh, he's a fantastic player. He was actually the number two ranked center according to Pro Football Focus in 2018. So, really, for me, there's no. There's no competition now uh, on the interior. Matt Paradis will be the starting center of the Carolina Panthers, and I think this probably eliminates interior offensive line from consideration at least early in the draft. Uh, and, and we also have to keep in mind, too, with this, that they still have... A bunch of those young guys, guys like Taylor Hearn, guys like Brendan Mahon, two of the guys that that were undrafted rookies for them last year, especially uh, Mahon, who came in and was was pretty solid. You know, at, at times when they needed the spot start or provided good depth. You know, you you figure, and then you figure Van Roten. Played pretty decently last year. Again, we we've discussed all the him being the only one to play all the snaps. Um, does this preclude the preclude them from getting maybe a guard at some point in the draft? Maybe not. But obviously, center is now off the table. So I think and. You know, I've, I've raved on them a little bit because I think they're both fantastic players, but it probably means Gar the odds of Garrett Bradbury and or Eric McCoy being on this roster via the draft probably just went way down, po possibly very slim, too. Um, I think they still like Tyler Larson as a backup. So I, you have to feel now that they're probably not going to bring in one of those guys and have three guys competing at center. Uh, I think they'd be fine with Paradis and uh, and Eric McCoy. Or I have Eric McCoy on my mind, but I think they'd be fine with Paradis and Tyler Larson. So I think this probably allows them to go in a different direction now. At number 16. Offensive tackle, though, I think is still very much in play. And I think almost has to be with the likelihood that Darrell Williams will not be back. With the likelihood that Matt Khalil could be entering his final year as a Panther. You've got to eventually, you got to eventually get somebody to step in at that left tackle position. Could be Taylor Moten, could be someone they draft here this year, uh, but you've got to start planning for 2020 and beyond because I've said before, I think they want to get out of that Matt Khalil contract as soon as possible. You know, I'm, I'm still under the belief that they can, that they could possibly make him a post June 1st cut, 
uh, but I don't know how. I don't know how likely now that is. I mean, again, looking at Khalil's contract on Spotrack. Again, you make him a a, a post June first cut. I think you'd save about eight million dollars. But if you wait until twenty twenty. You would still at least save about six million in cap space, but it would leave about nine point eight million in guaranteed or in uh, in dead cap. But it would save about six million dollars uh, as you keep them as we, you know looking at the numbers. Uh, obviously, you have the it would be the the, the two years of two point four million each. Of the prorated signing bonus that would accelerate, um, and I guess the restructure. Well, if we well, let's look real quick too at uh, over the cap and look at those numbers again, just to kind of get an idea of how long the Panthers may actually be stuck with with Matt Khalil's contract, uh, but I. I, I feel like this could be the last year. I know Ron Rivera was asked about them at the Combine, and obviously he's going to say that, yeah, he's in their plans. Yeah, he's in here working out. But, you know, we all know what kind of answers. We, we've already seen now that it's hard to take everything coaches and GMs say at the Combine 100% serious. I mean, Dave Gettleman stood there at the podium and said, we didn't trade, we didn't sign Odell to trade him. Well, look what just happened last night. The Giants traded Odell Beckham to the Browns for two draft picks and Jabril Peppers. And I, I feel like the Giants got fleeced. I mean, yeah, they picked up a first round pick, but then they only also get pick number 95 and Jabril Peppers. Not that Peppers is bad. You know, I, th I thought Peppers had a very good second season after he struggled in his rookie year, but it still feels like, and obviously the contract probably had a bit to do with that. Uh, maybe Odell's attitude. Maybe this was another case of like the Steelers with Antonio Brown. Maybe the Giants just wanted to rid themselves of Odell Beckham. But the point is, it's difficult. You can't say take everything coaches GM say 100% to heart because then you get situations like the Odell Beckham case. But look at it, Matt Khalil's numbers. So again, it would it would uh cost them two and a half million in cap space if, if they cut him before June 1st and uh, note to that $1 million of his base salary, which is 7 million becomes fully guaranteed on March 15th. But if they make him a post June 1st cut, they would save uh, seven and a quarter million dollars this year, leaving 4.9 million in dead cap space. But if they were to cut him in 2020, it would be 6.1 million in dead cap space. It's, yeah, it's actually it's actually 4.9 million now uh, in salary bonus thanks to the restructure. So that's where your 9.8 million in dead cap space would come in if they cut him before 2020. 
as you still have each of these next three years, he has a cap charge of four point nine million, thanks to the prorated bonus or you know the salary salary bonus being prorated. So that's why right now it would actually cost them because his cap numbers twelve point one million, but he would leave fourteen point seven million in dead money. So they would lose cap space, but again they could save seven and a quarter million this year. If they make him a post-June 1st cut, or they can wait until 2020, and they would still be able to save $6.1 million in cap space. But I got on a bit of a rant there. The whole point, like I said, because of this, was they, they're eventually going to need a new tackle to step in, and that's why I think offensive tackle is probably still on the table uh, at number 16, or at least within the first couple of rounds. You know, maybe there's a receiver that they see there at 16 that they really want to grab, or maybe, you know, maybe there's a defensive tackle. Maybe maybe they like Dexter Lawrence in rounds one or two, or maybe they like one of the edge rushers if they happen to fall to 16. I think this now gives them a little bit of, I mean, they had a little bit of flexibility to begin with, but this obviously, and it's like we talked about, free agency obviously is going to shape the way team this team is going to look at the draft. And now that Paradis is in, center is probably off the table in round one. So they could go offensive tackle. They could go defensive tackle. Maybe safety. Maybe if they really like someone like Nasir Adderley, maybe they jump on him. At 16, you know, so they still have some options. I don't think they're necessarily tied to one position. I think they can stick to a mix of value and need and best player, whatever the case may be. You know, I, I, I don't think there's necessarily a situation now that's going to force their hand here. Uh, but the the fact the the big the big thing is here. They've shored up the center position. They found their replacement for Ryan Khalil. It will be Matt Paradis. And again, we we saw how good he was in Denver. Again, injuries. Battle, he's been battling injuries a little bit, but he's still a very good, a very good center. And I think Panthers fans should be very excited about this move. Again, a bit of a surprise because it never really felt like the, the Panthers were in on Paradise, but in the end, it works out fantastic that they were able to swoop in and get him. So Paradise now in tow. Uh, a couple news. There were some couple, a couple notes as well from the rest of the NFC South. Uh, we didn't talk much about the Atlanta Falcons yesterday, but as it turns out now, they did agree to, or they did reportedly agree to a couple moves uh, yesterday. Actually, grabbing a couple guards, they brought in J- Jamon Brown, the former New York Giant, on a three-year deal, and they also brought in James Carpenter, the former New York Jet, on a on a four-year contract. Uh, so those those potentially could be your two new starting guards 
for the Atlanta Falcons. It's it's possible now that Ryan Schrader is going to be cut, and they feel. I guess they still like Ty Sambrello at right tackle. So definitely changing up the uh, definitely changing up the offensive line here. Uh, it's looking like James Carpenter could could slide in at left guard for the Falcons, and then Jamon Brown could be your starter at right tackle. So not like not like grabbing two new starting offensive linemen uh, on the same day of the offseason, but that's what the Falcons did in an effort to you know try to keep Matt Ryan upright, whom by the way they did also restructure Matt Ryan's contract uh, to save up I, be I believe that's where I read it. They uh, they kind of restructured Matt Ryan's deal, saving a little bit of a contract or a little bit of cap space. Yeah, according to Field Yates, the Falcons converted eight point five eight point seven five million of Matt Ryan's twenty nineteen contract or twenty nineteen base salary into a signing bonus. So that gives now. That gives them an additional $7 million in cap space this year. But, of course, that means that's now an extra $1.75 million per year in cap charges over the next four years. And certainly that helped get them their two new guards. So yesterday we talked a lot about the Saints and the Buccaneers. Today we're talking about the Falcons. So now you're starting to see some moves uh, out of the NFC South. And it's still early... It's still early in the process. Obviously, a lot of the big names are pretty much gone. We caught we got word last night that Le'Veon Bell is going to sign with the New York Jets for reported max value contract of sixty one million dollars with thirty five million guaranteed. And that was the big thing for Bell is that he wanted that guaranteed money, and it sounds like he got it. There's been conflicting reports on how much guaranteed money. The Steelers had offered him last year, but nonetheless, this number, even if it was the reported thirty-three million guaranteed, this number, this contract with the Jets at least beats that out by a couple million. Uh, but Le'Veon Bell now off the board, and uh, not a whole lot. Probably the biggest, probably the biggest name left that we haven't heard an agreement to is probably Earl Thomas. And there's been some people now that are starting to connect him to the Browns as their replacement, at least right now, to Jabril Peppers. And wouldn't that be something if the Browns can land Earl Thomas after all these other moves they've made? Browns are ready to go. They've they've been busy this offseason and they look scary. It's a good thing the Panthers have already played the Browns last season and don't have to worry about them now again uh, for another few couple years. But this is the first way. And really, you know, when it comes to free agency, it's not just about this first wave with all the big name players. It's that second wave. It's that third wave. Those cheaper players. Those older veterans that come in on cheaper deals that can still help your team. That's what it boils down to. And that's, what we'll see if the Panthers are really, 
if that's when the Panthers are really st- planning to strike. TurboTax experts make your moves count. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this Locked On podcast is brought to you by TurboTax. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts will make sure that they count for you. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? Well, that's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That is a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? That quite literally would be a move. Or maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house. Or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back. Any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made, TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. You know, kind of strike while that iron's hot, I guess you could say. But uh, they've they've made their big free agent signing. Once again, Matt Paradise, three years, $29 million with the Carolina Panthers. So I think that'll wrap it up here on this edition of Locked On Panthers. Thanks so much, as always, for tuning in. Really appreciate all the support. Remember to follow me on Twitter, at Bill underscore Setti, R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. And, of course, if you have a smart speaker in your car, go ahead. Assuming you're listening to me right now, uh, in your car right now, and you want to listen to another podcast, just tell it to play podcasts, whatever podcast you want to listen to, whether you want to listen to the boys on the NFL Draft podcast or you want to listen to uh the the jets the jets podcast and get their thoughts on Le'Veon bell or you want to listen to my buddy jeff lloyd talk about the browns moves whatever the case may be all you gotta do is just tell your smart speaker to play whatever podcast you want them to play so with that we're gonna get out of here thanks so much Remember to keep it locked here with me, Bill Rossetti, on the Locked On Panthers podcast. And until next time, take care, my friends, and we will see you soon. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.